are listening to the international hit show, The Baby Names Podcast. And here are your hosts, the Moss Sisters. I'm Jennifer Moss. And I'm Mallory Moss Katz. And we're the founders of babynames.com. And we're sisters, too. And I love that. Yes, me too. Our first segment in every episode is interesting names we've found lately. So keeping with the topic of the day, I have two names. One is Sturla, S-T-U-R-L-A. And I think I found that in the credits for a television show. Um, But to me, that sounds like someone just misspelled or mispronounced Starla. And I I don't like it at all. Starla! It just sounds very old-fashioned and like she should have her hair up in curlers and cooking over a (laughs) stove. I don't know. The second is, I'm going to spell it first, C-U-Q-U-I. And that would be the Spanish spelling of kooky. You made that up. I don't believe that's a name or a Spanish word for kooky. It is a name. I saw it on the back of a car. And so anyway, I called up this kooky and recorded his testimony for you. So here it is. Listen. Hey, uh, my name is Kooky Caracas, <laughs> and I live in Altadena, California, and that's really my name. It's on my birth certificate and on my driver's license, Kooky, C-U-Q-U-I. Thank you. See? Well, <laughs> I think that's you on a voice changer. What? What's that? I wouldn't even know how to do such a thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. And plus, how could you find his phone number? Does he have his phone number on the back of his car? <laughs> yes. He was a real estate agent. <laughs> okay, whatever, whatever. Kooky Caracas. All right, since we're going to go that route, how about foo, F-O-U, crazy in French, like tu es super fou, you are super crazy. I'm not that okay. crazy. Really so to my names of the week, I heard the name Kaya, as in Kaya Jordan Gerber. That's K-A-I-A. Hmm. Do you know who she is? Nope. She looks just like her mother, an 80s supermodel. Her name, her sister's name is Presley Walker Gerber. Presley is another interesting name. Of course, a nod to the king. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Their mom, Cindy Crawford. Oh, yeah. Not so bad. Kaya, K-A-I-A, is a Scandinavian diminutive of Catherine, which means pure. And Presley does come from the surname, which means from the priest's field. Hmm, Did not know. Which brings us to the topic of the week, the absolute worst baby names, or how not to name your baby. Well, let's start with a name that's so current it was bestowed this week, Birdie. Terrible. B-I-R-D-I-E. Terrible. Jessica Simpson and Eric Johnson welcomed their third child, a girl named Birdie Mae Johnson, M-A-E. Other kids in the family include the sister Maxwell Drew, D-R-E-W, and brother Ace Newtney, K-N-U-T-E. I think it's Newt. Like Newt Rockney. I guess you're right. Ace Newt. Birdie is a terrible name. Fight me. No, seriously. <laughs> I I know you love it, but to me, it's so completely diminutive. It reminds me of other diminutive names like 
Pixie, Princess, Mouse, Beanie, Bunny, Bitsy, Dolly, Kitty, Minnie, Missy, Trixie Belle, and some people are even named Baby. To me, it's like terrible for both genders to give them such a name, but specifically females who have had to fight the stigma of being small or less than, especially in business. I like the name Birdie the way they've spelled it, B-I-R-D-I-E. I I don't necessarily like Birdie May. I don't know where May came from, if it's a family name, but I think Birdie Johnson is kind of a cute name. And Birdie, I don't think counts as a... I mean, it is cute, but like, is Birdie going to be able to run a company or take over the boardroom well with the money that she has she can do whatever she wants Uh, you never know you never know i think it's a cute name i think it works i think it works with johnson because johnson's so plain that birdie makes it uh it ups its interest level yeah i like birdie you know it's Something I wanted to put in there is that it's actually child speak, you know, like blanky, doggy, passy, birdie. And there's even a word for that. It's called hypochorism. Mm. And that means the practice of using a pet name or using speech imitative of baby talk, especially by an adult. So, Jessica, we wish you would have called us and talked to us because now your daughter has to bear this awful name. Well, maybe not so awful name. But you know what? The more you know. So, Jennifer, what exactly makes a diminutive name? So diminutive names or elements of names are used to address usually babies or children or people who are small. And they're different in each language. So in English, it's usually I-E or Y, as in Bertie. Also, uh, an S at the end of the name, like Babs for Barbara or Chaz for Charles. Um, That's more familiar. In French, it's the name element et, E-T-T-E, or E-L-L-E. In Spanish, it's ito or ita, like Pablito means little Pablo. Pablita means little Pabla. In Italian, it's eto or eta, ino or ina. In Dutch, it's the element kin, as in munchkin. Uh, in German, it's chen, as in liebchen or maidchen, which means little woman or little girl. Uh, Maidchen Amick is an actress from Twin Peaks, and more recently, Pretty Little Liars. Yep, that's a perfect example. Um, in Hindi, it's you, like Anju for Anjali. In Russian, it's Shah or Ya, like Misha for Mikhail, Natasha or Anya for Anna. And in Hebrew, it's E-L-E, like... Bubbala. Bubbala. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, babynames.com always recommends that you give your child a formal name on their birth certificate and use these diminutives as nicknames. Give your child a choice and a chance, okay? PSA done. Bum. All right, so let's move on to other terrible, terrible names. Some names that I feel are disrespectful are title names, like Captain, Sergeant, as in Sergeant Shriver, or Major. You know, when people have to work to earn that title, specifically military, and and someone goes and just bestows it upon a child without really understanding the implications, I just think that's disrespectful. 
Um, then there are also those royal titles, either to elevate the child or just reflecting the parents' narcissism, like Pharaoh, King, Queen, Your Majesty. That's a Jackson. I think the only exception to this would be maybe Earl, which has long time stood as a name on its own, and maybe Thane, T-H-A-N-E, because nobody knows what a Thane is anymore. I don't know. I love Prince, and he wouldn't have been a prince without his name. I agree. But when he first came out on the scene, my first thought was, oh, he's trying to be Michael Jackson, Prince of Pop. Although I quickly found out that Prince was his real name. It's Prince Rogers Nelson. And then Michael Jackson goes and names two of his sons Prince, Prince Michael Jackson Jr. and Prince Michael Jackson II, who is called Blanket. By the way, his daughter's full name is Paris Michael. Did you know that? You know, I could really care less about Michael Jackson. But don't do that either. Don't name all your children after yourself. Like George Foreman named five of his sons George Foreman. His five daughters are Mishy, Georgetta, Freda, George, Natalie, and Leola. But we need to tip a hat because I believe he just lost one of his daughters. Oh, I'm sorry about that. But naming all your kids George after yourself, I I don't know. That's just narcissistic yeah it was george the first george the second george the third george the fourth and george the fifth exactly and that just creates confusion i mean like logistically that's bad but also in terms of their own identity they all have the same name and the name of their father so what's that setting up for them But back to Prince. In this really great New York Times article, it said that Prince's father actually started a musical group called the Prince Rogers Trio before Prince was even born. But that name came from an actual man whose name was Prince Rogers. His real name was Douglas Rogers. And Prince was a title that he was given in his religious organization. Anyway, we'll link to the full article in our show notes. It's a really great story about how Prince got his name. Hmm. And I'm not saying that Prince is a super horrible name. In fact, the musician probably diffused the title and legitimized it and elevated the name Prince so that it's more acceptable nowadays. I love Prince. I know you do. Now there are non-royal titles like Mr., Minister, Pastor, Judge, or Doctor that could end up being confusing and embarrassing for your child. For example, there are many men named Mr. Love. Oh, Mr. Love. But don't you think titles like Doctor are more expectation names? Absolutely. Expectation names that we've talked about these in previous shows. They're names that put a specific expectation on your child because of their name, like chastity. Terrible name. Chastity, if you don't know, is defined as refraining from having sex. And that's a really unfair name to bestow upon your child who will grow into an adult. It's the equivalent of naming them abstinence. And Chastity Bono was the name that celeb super couple Sonny and Cher gave their daughter back in 1969. She has since transitioned to male, changing his name to Chaz. So much better. I would love to talk to Chaz about growing up with the name Chastity. Maybe we can reach out. Mm. Anyway, other expectation names include things like honor, justice, obedience, horrible, 
forsaken, happiness, silence, charity, truth. They are derivatives of puritanical names back from the 16th and 17th century, and they're also called virtue names. Included in that category would also be mercy and patience. Like, poor patience can never get stressed or blow up. Like, hey, your name is patience, so why don't you just chill? Well, faith could be considered one of those, and hope and grace, and those are pretty popular. That's true, but they've become so mainstream that people don't even think of them as virtue names anymore. And also, conversely, you, of course, cannot name your baby anything associated with bad things or controversial people. Like, for example, Adolf Hitler, bloody murder, dental drill, serial killer, monster devil, or anything like that. I love how you include dental drill in there. I hate the dentist. (laughs) Well, our mother sent us, I think, traditionally to the worst dentist ever in the entire universe. He worked out of his basement and he like did not use Novocaine. He didn't. We were being tortured to death. (laughs) It was true. I know. I remember I was like six and I was telling my friend how I hated going to the dentist and how it was so painful and they're like, doesn't he give you Novocaine? And I was like, what's Novocaine? <laughs> and from know. that day on, I ran home to mom and I'm like, we're going to a different dentist. Anyway. Anyway, there are name laws for naming your children ridiculous names or scary names to protect the children, right? Here in the United States, the name laws are determined by each state. Yes, they are determined by state. And I believe in Europe, it's by country. But, you know, sometimes names do slip through, just like on license plates. You know, the other thing that just makes your child a joke are phrase names. I was listening to a podcast where there were brothers named Peace on Earth and Joy to the World. And they went by peace and joy, not so bad. But you know justice is bad enough. But if you name your child justice for all or praise God, that's just doing them a disservice. You know, there have been babies named to praise God, fear God, and even joy in sorrow. All one word. I don't know. I mean, I know you want my reaction and why that's psychologically harmful. That's what you put in here. But I don't know if it's so bad. I mean, it's dumb, maybe. But I don't I don't think it's really the end of the world. I mean, joy and sorrow maybe is kind of bizarre. And I don't think it's... If somebody comes up and say, my name is Fear God. Yeah. How do you think they would get a, a reaction from their peers? And names are so tied to a child's identity. If people you know, cringe or laugh at them, they're going to be thinking that they're laughing at them as a person. Yeah, I guess you're right. I think we need people who have had names like this to write us in and tell us what their lives have been like. That's what I think. The other thing you don't want to do is name your child after a celebrity character or established brand. Princess Diana, Lady Gaga, Shirley Temple, Donald Duck. James Bond, Ikea, Stoli, which brings us to alcohol. alcohol. 
Honestly, naming your child after alcohol just really makes you look like an alcoholic. You know, names like Daiquiri, Brandy Alexander, Absinthe, Tequila Sunrise, Arriba, Harvey Wallbanger, they're, they're just silly. Cosmo to some extent, but I know a Cosmo and he's pretty cool. And I think that one's okay because it also relates to the stars. I just wouldn't name the baby Cosmo Margarita. Cosmos and Martini. Well, whatever. So the alcohol reference is obvious is what I'm saying. Now, referring to Martini, that is a real surname. It's a last name. So be cautious if you have that name. And we'll talk about that in a bit, having a dictionary word surname. And I think you can certainly name a baby Margarita because that is just a Spanish form of Margaret. Yeah, definitely. What about things like Stella, back to Sterla, Stella Artois and Sam Adams? Well, I think if you use Stella alone, that's that's like Cosmo. It's fine. With Sam Adams, I'm kind of on the fence. You know, people might chuckle, but you won't get an outright guffaw. Uh, just, <laughs> just, you know, just don't be like Molson Golden or Miller Lite, you know? No fat tire. No fat tire. <laughs> I would say that name references to appearance is a no-no. Yeah. For example, Blondie, Tiny, Chubbalub, Lumpy, Porky, Hippopotamus, Curvilicious. I don't think anyone has ever named their babies Lumpy. Well, I knew a girl whose nickname was Lumpy, and that was cruel in itself. Um, But, you know, even Ginger is kind of pushing it nowadays because it's become slang for redhead. Although I do like the name Ginger. I think it's cute. What I'd say is check your slang. Just go to UrbanDictionary.com. There might be a pejorative word that you don't even know about that the kids are using nowadays. The next thing you don't want to do when naming your baby is using rhyming names. For example, Rick Glick, Mary Berry. Quite contrary. Exactly. Veronica Harmonica. They end up sounding like Dr. Seuss characters, or at least cartoons. Like, I know this guy. I won't mention his real name, but it rhymes. Not only did it rhyme, but his surname was a dictionary word. Let's say obligatory. So it was like Corey Obligatory. You know, he would never introduce himself by his last name. You could tell he was ashamed of it. Only his first. But my friend who was dating him told me his last name and we laughed about it. I mean, that was my first reaction. Rhyming names will automatically make people laugh. Now, something that celebs do more than the rest of us is naming to get attention. Kanye. Choosing ridiculous names, joke names, naming your babies to win contests, and things like that. Like naming them Burger King Johnson? Exactly. Now, there are people who name their children super long names to get into the Guinness Book of World Records. And as an aside, they have actually dropped that category. They've dropped all categories that could be detrimental to people who do it on purpose. And that includes naming your baby stupid things. In 1984, Oprah featured a girl on her show from Beaumont, Texas, whose first name is 57 characters long. And of course, you give me this one. (laughs) Roshan Diatelli Nashia Una Veshnink. And her middle name is Koya'a Nisquat Siuth. And last name, 
Williams. She goes by Jamie. All right. Her father later filed an amendment expanding her first name to 1,019 letters and her middle name to 36 letters. Terrible. Terrible. But did you know that Picasso's full name is Pablo Diego José Francisco de Paula Juan Nepomuceno María de los Remedios y Pergiano de Santísima Trinidad Ruiz y Picasso? I prefer Picasso. I do too. But here's another one. In 2008, George Garrett of Glastonbury, UK, legally changed his name to Captain Fantastic Faster Than Superman, (laughs) Spider-Man, Batman, Wolverine, Hulk, and The Flash combined. Okay. (laughs) Which brings me to my least favorite name ever, Moxie Crime Fighter. Oh, I hate that name. The daughter of comedian magician Pendulette. Okay, so he got Moxie from actually the word that means having nerve or courage or gumption, as the old people say. But that word actually came from a soft drink. It was the Moxie beverage nerve food. It was a carbonated drink, you know, a precursor to Coca-Cola that contained a plant extract that was supposed to give you courage, not Coke. Um, But it was named after a man whose last name was Moxie. But Moxie became a noun after the soda, meaning to have nerve, especially for women. That dame's got Moxie. Yep. Pendulette and his wife, Emily Zoltan, chose Crime Fighter as middle name because they were joking with each other that no one uses the middle name. So they could choose anything, right? By the way, their other child is named Zoltan Pendulette, Emily's original surname. But you know what? You have to take into account that this is a man who graduated from Barnum and Bailey's Clown College, okay? So... You know, I guess it could be a lot worse. The only thing I don't like about Moxie is that it is both diminutive and an expectation name. But Moxie Gillette is not so bad if you ignore the crime fighter part of it. Okay, I guess you're right. Moxie's pretty cute, just not the crime fighter. All right, I don't want to read this, but here we go. Here's another record-breaking name. Thanks, Jen. A German man born in 1904 with the name Adolf Blaine Charles David Earl Frederick Gerald Hubert Irvin, John Kenneth Lloyd Martin Nero Oliver Paul Quincy Randolph Sherman Thomas Uncas Victor William Xerxes Yancy Zeus. And then there is... Wolf of Schlegenstein and another 585 characters are there. I'll save you from that. Thank you. His full name has 746 letters. Oh my god. If you notice, his first name was composed of 26 words, each beginning with one letter of the English alphabet in order. A couple in the UK gave their daughter 25 middle names. I'm not going to read them. It's boring. Many country states have limited this crazy act now because of computer forms and software. Many name fields on a digital form are limited to 255 characters or less. I think you should read the 25 middle names. Why? Okay. Because some of them are kind of cute. Okay. 
Autumn, Sullivan, Corbett, Fitzsimmons, Jeffries, Hart, Burns, Johnson, Willard, Dempsey, Tunney, Schmeling, Sharkey, Camera, Bear, Braddock, Louis, Charles, Walcott, Marciano, Patterson, Johansson, Liston, Clay, Frazier, <laughs> Foreman, Brown. Now, they sound like all surnames to me, so they must have listed everybody they knew and used their last name. No, I see some things. Liston, Clay, Frazier, Foreman are all fighters. Oh, interesting. Okay. So is Dempsey. Oh, you're right. You're right. So people that they admired? Maybe. Whatever. So let's talk about joke names and noun names. This is my biggest pet peeve. And it's just cruel. Like actor Rob Morrow named his daughter Two, so she's Two Morrow. Joke name. I'm a hog, which we learned in our episode on name myths and urban legends, was a real woman. You know, and things like Justin Case, Northwest, Chris P. Bacon. Not sure if that's real, but I did know a Dulce Bacon, and Dulce means sweet. She actually liked her name. Another example is Moroccan Cannon, son of Nick and Mariah Carey. Terrible. Their first name is an ethnicity, which the boy is not. And the fact that they are two dictionary words makes it just laughable. It's like saying Irish door. That's what I hear when I hear two dictionary words. And if they mean something else together, it's worse, like Tiger Hunter. Texas Battle is a soap opera actor. Hazelnut, Rick O'Shea, and all that. Uh, what's wrong with Rick O'Shea? Ricochet, like a bullet. Oh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there are many surnames derived from dictionary words. We've talked about this because they came from either an ancestor's occupation, like Baker, or where they lived, like Meadows. So be cognizant of this if you have one of those. I mean, look at our last name. That's a dictionary word, Moss. But we're not going to go naming our son Pete. <laughs> Pete Moss. Of course, our sister named her son Pete, but their last name wasn't Moss. And then there are names that might not have originally been intended as a joke, but then came the internet. So like Joe King, Ben Dover, Jack Doff, Justin Cider, and etc., etc., etc. I'll just leave it right there. Mo. Lester. That's stupid. I don't believe that's a real name. It is a real name. People have been named Mo Lester. Dick and any noun after that. That was a real guy in the UK, I guess, named Dickie Head. That's a tragedy. (laughs) Dick is really not used anymore for obvious reasons. You know, we have an upcoming episode in April called Fun with Dick and Mary Jane, Names That Mean Other Things. So stay tuned for that one. That's going to be a fun one. It will. So folks, you get the idea. Don't name a child as a joke. And we go back to our main philosophy here at babynames.com to put yourself in the name of the child. How will people react to their name? And how will your child grow with the name? Your child's name is tied to their identity. And so if people are constantly laughing or making fun of it, it could really do psychological or emotional damage. Take it from me. I'm a psychiatric nurse practitioner. I don't want to have to do therapy or write a script for your child someday because of their awful, terrible name. Like Birdie? No, not like Birdie. 
Hey Mel, I have to tell you about this cool product that all of our expecting moms are talking about. And what, pray tell, is that? The Sneak Peek Early Gender Prediction Test. It's an in-home gender predictor that you can take as early as 10 gestational weeks. Oh my God, I would have so used this back when I was having Miranda. I think I would have done that too. My doctor was wrong until the day before the shower. Wow. But does it really work? It has gotten over four stars on Amazon from over 1,500 customers. And Sneak Peek claims that they have a 99.6% accuracy rate. Just about the same as a condom. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. And the results are guaranteed with a full refund if your test does not match the gender of your baby. Well, that's fair. How long does it take? Sneak Peek says you get the results over email within 72 hours of receipt of your sample. So no need for a doctor's visit. That's so cool. How can our listeners find the Sneak Peek Gender Predictor? Just go to our homepage, babynames.com, and it's right there under Featured Product. All right. And now it's time for Celebrity Baby News. Birdie, 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 blah, blah, blah. Okay, the details are that Jessica Simpson and partner Eric Johnson welcomed their little Tweety Bird on March 19th. Weighing in at 10 pounds and 13 ounces, I guess she was more like a big bird than a Tweety Bird. Holy moly. See what I mean? That girl's going to be solid. And she has to go around with a name like Birdie. So anyway, on to more exciting baby news. Big Brother alums Jessica Graff and Cody Nixon had their baby, a girl, on March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Apparently, she was hypertensive and they had to have an emergency C-section. Okay, this is interesting. They have named the baby girl Maverick. Maverick joins older sister Paisley from Cody's previous relationship. Now, congrats to former Wizards of Waverly Place star David Henry and wife Maria. They just had a baby girl who they named Pia Filomena Francisca. It is an Italian name meaning pious. It reminds me of the name Pia Zadora, a 60s era celebrity, or was it the 70s? Mm, 70s, yeah. Oh, maybe the name Pia could make a comeback, or do you think it would be too much like pee-pee and she would get too teased? What do you think? Uh, I don't like Pia. TV personality and former The Chew host Daphne Oz is expecting. This is the fourth child for the 33-year-old daughter of TV's Dr. Oz. She has a five-year-old daughter, Philomena, three-year-old son, Jovan, and a one-year-old daughter, Domenica. Wow, what is with Philomena all of a sudden? I don't know. They could call her Philly for short. Kind of cute. Jess Weixler of Good Wife fame and her husband announced their new daughter via Instagram on March 7th. What did they name her? Why, Mm. Beatrice Danger Brocklebank. Dad is Hamish Brocklebank. Oh my God, stop with the whole danger is my middle name thing. It's not cute anymore and it's so over. I agree. Here's a name for you or should I let you read this one because the mom is from This Is Us. I love This Is Us. Okay, 
So actress Janet Montgomery, who currently stars in New Amsterdam, and she played the Broadway actress that Kevin dated in This Is Us. Well, she also had an emergency C-section and delivered a baby girl with her boyfriend, Joe Fox. The baby was born on March 1st, doing very well, and they named her Sunday Juno Fox. Sunday Fox, exactly what I meant about two dictionary words. I'm not sure how I feel about that. What do you think, Mal? Honestly, I think separately the names could work, but together they sound like a military code. Sunday Juno Fox Talk Roger over out. <laughs> exactly. Just a couple of days ago, Portia Williams of Real Housewives of Atlanta and her real husband, Dennis McKinley, gave birth to a real baby girl on March 22nd, the real date. Besides all these real puns, I got nothing else to say about this real clipping. Okay. Jen Lilly, Hallmark Channel actress. Is that a thing? I don't know. Has revealed that she and husband Jason Wayne are expecting a baby girl. The 34-year-old actress who recently starred in the Hallmark Christmas movie Mingle All the Way <laughs> shared the <laughs> shared the news on Instagram with a photo of her and Jason surrounded by pink balloons. The baby is due on August 4th, a day before the best day in the world. Well, August 4th is also Obama's birthday, so Leos are the best. Say all the Leos in the world. That's for sure. And now it's time for Baby Names Q&A, when we take letters from you, our listeners. Dear Jennifer and Mallory, our three-year-old, Evelyn Isley, was named using suggestions and tips from the website, I'm a big fan. Hooray! And it's important to my husband and I that daughter number two has a name that fits equally well with our Scottish-sounding surname. We have looked into Scottish, Irish, and even some Celtic-sounding Hebrew names. Hmm. My favorite is Lorelei, but we worry it's too closely identified with the show Gilmore Girls. Any possibilities with Laurel in it would be ideal, but we keep running into options that either don't sound right when paired with our last name or sound too similar to Evelyn. We could really use your thoughts. Please help. The McLaughlin Confused. Well, I like Lorelai, and I think Gilmore Girls is not very relevant anymore, so I don't think it really matters. What do you think, Jen? Yeah, I agree. Um, I, she wanted a response right away, so my response was that I don't think kids in her baby's age range is going to really get the reference of Lorelai. And not only that, so Lorelai was... A great character, single mom, played by Lauren Graham. There are no bad connotations to that. So even if it does do a reboot, which I think it just did on uh, streaming, I don't think that's a bad association. So if you love Lorelai, go for it. Or even use Laurel if you want to. That's a wonderful name, too. Another great name and my husband's favorite song could be Layla. Oh, I like Layla, too. Yeah. So Layla McLost or Layla McConfused. <laughs> Lorelai McWhatever. Okay, there you go. And our second letter says, Hello, Jennifer and Mallory. I emailed you last year when you did a segment on the maiden name versus birth name terminology issue and mentioned transgender people then. I'm not trans myself, but I do vouch for their community. 
You mentioned children changing their names and brought up the issue of transgender children and how you think they should wait until they're older. I strongly disagree with that for a very important practical reason, because changing it before they start high school, get their first job, get any other adult records that would be relevant to a typical background check, etc., may save them from needing to out themselves when someone checks those records later on. While in most cases, needing to disclose the old name is merely a nuisance, with a transgender person, if your old name is Jennifer and your new name is David, for example, you would be automatically outing yourself as trans. This is, of course, all contingent upon the decision to transition and what they want their new name to be being final. Obviously, if there are uncertainties, one should not take legal steps yet, but parents should not make their trans children wait to change their names for the sake of just being older. Sincerely, Anonymous. Well, there you go. We appreciate all input. And if you have input, whether you have an idea on this topic or other topics, we love to hear it. Just Email us at podcast at babynames.com. That comes straight to me and Mallory. Or if you want to join our Facebook group, go to facebook.com slash groups slash podcast and discuss the issue with us there. We're always hanging around. Yeah, we are. Well, that's the show, folks. Yeah, I think we had a good one today. Well, I just looked up Mallory in Urban Dictionary and it said, Mallory is the most beautiful girl in the world. You cannot compare her to anyone. She is smart, beautiful, lovely, kind, and generous. So thoughtful. She is an amazing laugh. (laughs) That will warm your heart. When you talk to her, she makes you feel loved. Wow. That's what you get when you let users create your content. Let's see. What does it say for Jennifer? Oh, Jennifer is easily envied and attracts enemies due to jealousy. (laughs) People feel intimidated within seconds of meeting her. True, true. She's insanely beautiful. She's smart. She's creative. She's funny without even trying. All right, I'll take it. Anyway, folks, don't go to Urban Dictionary for name meanings or go if you need an ego stroke. But for real name information, come to babynames.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Ooh, should we tell them about the next one? It's going to be fun. Sure. In honor of the premiere of the final season of Game of Thrones, we're going to dedicate a whole episode to names from Game of Thrones. I'm so excited, Jon Snow. You know nothing. You know they married in real life, right? My heart. I know. I'm going to go prepare right now. Bye. Love you. And we love our other sisters, Kate and Sue. Shout out. And all our listeners out there, we love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.